And the first thing is you've got to take care of yourself physically and mentally. You can't have one without the other and perform at like a peak level. If you're not operating at a peak performance, you can't, you're not being the best man that you can be. And I feel like the world deserves that version of you. Like, okay, I, I get it. Like society wants a weak man because then it can control us. But like, no, it's not happening on my watch. Like I, I'm going to be the rebel that they can't control. I'll, I'll state the obvious, lift heavy shit. Lift like, heavy I, shit, all right. Yeah, yeah, right there you go. I mean, You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to the Sovereign Man Podcast. I'm your man, Nikki Ballou. And boy, we have an amazing guest here for you today. Today's guest is Matt Rhoda. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a patriot. He's a man who's built a successful business and turned himself into a physical beast and a mental beast and you know i want to i want to have a conversation with you today matt really about um how men today in this environment which i think you you and i would both agree is anti-man and anti-masculinity can be the best version of themselves as a man and and and, and live in a strongly masculine way yes yeah so yeah please let's Let's get right into it. Just brother. dive right in. So, yeah, I've, first of all, thank you for having me. I, I love the mission. I love what you stand for. I love the purpose of this podcast. So anything I can do to contribute to that, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like the first and like first and only and the first thing is you've got to take care of yourself. Like I've that's been such a big priority for me in the last couple years. And when I say take care of yourself, it's physically and mentally. And I feel like. You can't have one without the other and perform at like a peak level because if you're if you're not physically at the best you can be, it's going to hurt your mental game and vice versa. If your mental game isn't on point, you're not going to be performing physically like you could be. Um, and you know, I've I've been I've laughed at the notion of dad bod on social media before, and it's like you know, Time Magazine puts a overweight chubby doodle on the front cover and you're like this is what every man should strive for this is the sexiest body alive this is a dad bod and i'm like no thank you like that's a soft human being like they might be great people and they probably are and they probably have good hearts and like i'm not diminishing any of that part of their personality but if you're not operating at a peak performance you can't you're not being the best man that you can be and i feel like the world deserves that version of you you know um now, we're not here to insult any man, but honestly, if you're living as a soft man, you're you're you ought to take a good look in the mirror. Yeah. And ask yourself, is that the man you want to be? Yep. Is that the man you want to be? Because if that's the man you want to be, you need you need some new influences in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading a book right now and I've recommended it to a bunch of people called Wild at Heart. I don't know if you ever John heard of Eldridge, it. yeah, I've read yeah. that book. Yeah, great man, great, like man, great book. 90% of the way through. It's one of my favorite books. I'll read it multiple times. I I have a six-month-old son. I've got three daughters, but I've got one six-month-old son. And I'm like, at what age is like, what age can I give this book to him? Because I'm like, I want him to grow up from day one to embrace that manhood and to be that leader 
Um, and that book just checks all the boxes in terms of why why we need to be real men and why so many men aren't real men anymore. And I think when you can have that aha moment of like, oh, it's been like, it's been taught to us to be soft and to be complacent and to be weak. Like, okay, I, I get it. Like society wants a weak man because then it can control us. But like, no, it's not happening on my watch. Like I, I'm going to be the rebel that they can't control. Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen. It absolutely is something that, um, you know, you want to have your your sons reading that book. You want to have every man you know reading that book. So inside our organization, our organization is called the Sovereign Man uh, Movement, and um, we have a um, we have a, a program called the Sovereign Circle, and there's a syllabus yeah. associated with it. And in that syllabus, we have a theme of the month, we have a book of the month, and a podcast episode of the month, or sometimes two episodes. Uh, even three that really support the theme of the month. And we have a reading list of books over and above just the book of the month. And John Eldridge's book is on that list. Right? Yeah. It's one of the first books me. on that list. Yeah. It's it's a really great book. Uh, John uh, approaches things from a Christian perspective. And as a, as a devout Christian myself, I really appreciate that. And I think that men today, um, Men today got to understand the world is asking you to be soft. And there's a reason why they're asking you to be soft. This is like deliberate, right? About mm-hmm. a, a little over 100 years ago, um, uh, the first communist government took root in, in Russia, right? The czar's government was overthrown and, uh, and the communists took over. And Vladimir Lenin wanted to spread communism around the globe. He wanted a one world communist government, right? It was the mm-hmm. first globalist, as you will. And um, he knew that he couldn't do it because standing in his way was the country he called the main adversary, the United States of America. Yeah. And he knew that he couldn't defeat America uh, with a head on assault. Yep. But he thought that he could use the society's very openness against itself. So he sent agent provocateurs to go destabilize America from within. A fellow named Willie Mutzenberg was sent to the United States. And his job was to destabilize America from within. So he started to recruit um, useful idiots. That's what they called (laughs) them, useful idiots. If you think about that, uh, folks who hated their own country and wanted to see it change. And these folks started to destabilize America, first of all, by taking on academia. You -hmm. know, so uh, academic institutions went from being patriotic to being anti-American. And you can see that all over from grade school to university and through news media. News media went from being overtly patriotic to being anti-American. And you can see that in the legacy media all over the place here. Then entertainment, you know, uh, storytelling went from being overtly patriotic to being anti-American. And right now Hollywood has gone completely anti-American and woke and uh, it is unbelievable, yet it, it is by design. And the Soviets and the communists were trying to weaken and destabilize society by um, weakening the men because you got strong men around, they're going to fight, right? So yep. they, they started the feminist movement. The feminist movement was spreading a lie to women. Oh, my God, you've been oppressed. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Um, you know, in certain respects, perhaps, but then you could also say in certain respects, men were oppressed because men did all the work uh, and, uh, you know, women didn't have to do the work and they brought the food home. 
and things like that. And, 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 you know, is that oppressing men, forcing them to go out there and, you know, spend the best years of their life slaving away, dying young, you know, which men still today die way younger than women do. Um, The other thing about men is I come from a traditional society. I come from Iran, right? Um, My dad was a bluff, traditional, larger than life, masculine figure. You know, you'd look at him and you go, yeah, that's the man of the house. Look at him. He's a big, tough guy. My mom ran our house, man. <laughs> yep. It wasn't my dad. Are you freaking kidding me? Yep. He was her bitch, man. Yeah. I mean, yo, um, kids are going to private school. Go work harder. Make more money. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was like that. Yo, we're leaving Iran. There's been a revolution. Let's Back go. Back up. We're going. Back yeah. up. We're going. Anything that was going to happen, school, where we live, all the, I didn't make none of those decisions. Yeah. Mom made all those decisions, right? And, and and it's 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 insane for folks to say what they said, but the the communists did this, yeah. and it has taken root to the point where men today are soft and weak, right? Yeah. Yep, totally. Yeah, they're afraid of being labeled toxic masculinity, toxic. Like yeah. it, the, it's such an easy phrase to throw out there. Like, oh, you think. Being strong is important. You're toxic. Oh, you think you should be the leader. You're toxic. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's not it at all. Like, no. I'm living my God-given purpose. Like, that's the the thing about this book. And I haven't read the, there's, I have a couple of friends have chimed in and like, there's a woman version of it too, which I 100%, I can't wait to read because having three daughters and a wife, like, and just, you know, respecting the feminine and like wanting to understand it so I can like dance with it in life and like, you know, do my part and watch them do their part. We all thrive together, but just the part of, you know, like there's, there's such clearly defined roles from the beginning of time for man and woman. And like you thrive in that genetic makeup of who you were born to be. And because of all the nonsense that you mentioned with academia and media and all the above, it's like they've taken that clear distinction and just mudged it all together and like thrown up like a, they threw up on the table and they're like, eh, it's just all the same thing. Like women should be men, men should be women. Like there's no it's difference. Like how do you, how can you possibly live in a world where that makes any sense to you? But so many people do, unfortunately. Absolutely insane. Like absolutely insane. And yeah. you know, this um, transgender insanity, like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Listen, back in the day, um, I knew two people who um, had gender dysphoria that they couldn't deal with, so they decided to transition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, there's so much pressure being put on kids to make decisions that are irreversible. Yep. Irreversible when they're kids, when they yep. make dumb decisions, right? Yeah. And um, that, that shit ain't gonna happen on my watch to my kids. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Government doesn't like it. I'll hop on a plane and leave the country and start all over somewhere else where they're not this crazy. Yeah. You know, this is nuts. You can't allow kids to do that. And this is also a deliberate assault on our children, uh, in our society. And and we need to do something about it. You know, yeah. we need to like stand up as men and not put up with this bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean it- it like you can see right through it and it's so easy to like call their like call their plays in advance because with them now it's like okay we've been able to get a certain portion of like the uh, we'll call them the adult population to buy our bullshit 
not as many as we hoped. So there's still some resistance like, okay, what's our next play? Oh, let's get them as young as we possibly can. So then like we just get our hooks in at the youngest age possible. So then they never even grow into that strong adult that we have to convert at some point. They'll just never be strong. Like there'll be these weak little confused souls that are floating through life that we basically say, go over here. They go over there, say, go over here. They go over there. And it's a lot easier to control that if you can confuse them at a young age. So it's all about confusion and just, again, just taking away the basic premise of humanity, which is like man and woman and you procreate and like you live your purpose with each other and you complement each other. Now it's like you go into a public school and there are books on the shelves telling kids to like do some stuff that I didn't learn about until like 20, like, Oh shit. Like that's, that's what that is. Like seven and eight year olds are pulling books off the shelves now and learning about some what I would consider dirty things for a little kid to be yeah. learning about. And it's like, why are we it's ridiculous? We're not doing Why this. do they need to learn that? Yeah. They do there's, not. There's no point in that. They do not. They do not. It's ridiculous. We need to, yeah. we need to, we need to all stand up against this stuff. You know, I, I, I know people who are gay who are against this stuff. They think this yeah. is nuts. Yeah. They think and this that's, is nuts. Yeah. I don't know if you listen to Andy Frisella, the real. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. I know, I know his brother, Sal, he's been on my, on my oh, podcast. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He talks about that all the time is like, they've taken this perverse small tiny segment of people and thought and they've lumped it into the gay and lesbian community and been like, Oh, we're all the same. Now we're just going to string these letters together because we're not them, you know, the straight population, it's all us versus them and how, you know, the gay and lesbians are like, there's like, no, like some of them are like, no, like they don't speak for us. Like that, that's wrong. Like, and we can all agree that trying to manipulate and twist little children's minds is wrong. And it's like, thank you for speaking up. Like we all have to speak up against it. Yeah, we do. This is, this is messed up. This is going to destroy the world. If we're not smart about it, you you know, um, I always say that to my friends, I'm like, it's like, I'm mostly kidding, but I'm also kind of, I'm like, it's going to make winning for our kids so easy. Like, (laughs) you know, your generation, my parents' generation, even my generation, I'm 40. Like, it was a small part of it. Like it was, it existed, but it was a small part. So the, the playing field was, there was a lot of competition on the playing field now because of the, what's been going on the last 10, 15, 20 years of such a large portion of society is now soft and weak. I'm like, man, like all I got to do is raise our kids to be like good, smart human beings. And they're just going to dominate because they're not going to get caught in the confusion and the web of lies. Like they're going to see right through it and then rise right above it. So it sucks. I mean, but it's- yes. And as a society, we're going to be uh, vulnerable to attacks by countries where they're not going through this nut. Yeah, agreed. Not so like, you know, Russia and China and places yeah. like that, you know, so we don't want that, right? Yeah. We don't want a weak citizenry because a weak citizenry makes for a weak military. Yeah. And a weak military means we're gonzo, man. Yeah. We're gonzo. I saw a video the other day on, or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, um, I think it was in China and they had like, it's like one of those big open courtyards with like the palace around it. And it was like hundreds of little kids, probably like, and little boys too, I think probably like five to eight year olds. And they were all like, you know, the same movements and like karate and like, like those kinds of in synchronicity. And they're like, this is what they're teaching their five and seven year old boys. Like these little kids are warriors already. And like, and then you look at our five and seven year old boys and it's like super overweight, lazy, like, don't have a care in the world, no discipline. You're like, yeah, if you compare just like a snapshot of 500 of ours versus 500 of theirs, you're like, oh, we're screwed. (laughs) Like there's, 
they're doing yeah, a over. lot better than us. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Yeah. It's over if we don't do something about this immediately, you know. Yeah. Um so if you were to be speaking to men today, younger men, older men, it doesn't matter because all kinds of men right now are confused about what it is to be a strong, hard man. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice? What would be the top five things Matt Rhoda would tell a man he needs to do in order to be a strong, tough, badass warrior of the masculine man? Yeah. Uh, so... I feel like I could sum four of them up with what I've recently realized is my purpose, which I had a friend help me come. You know, I'm 40 years old and I've lived a pretty good life and I'm spiritual and I'm well connected to like the universe and all. And he basically was the other day was like, what's your purpose? And I'm like, to be a good dad. And he's like, or husband, he's like, well, what's that mean? And I'm like, uh oh, I'm like, you're like, uh oh. So he helped me go through this like self realization and opening up process. And I've come up with four things that I repeat. I write down every morning. And then before I get into my bed, I recite them to myself. And then before I get out of the bed in the morning, I recite them to myself. One sure. is lead by example. I feel like if you're not living in a way that you're proud to have other people's eyes on you, like, mm-hmm. and you're, you're just not proud of who you are so much so that you want other people to watch you to mimic you, then you're not doing your best. So lead by example, lift other people up. And I think when you lead by example, naturally that happens. The other one is live surrounded by love. So I feel like you've got to love yourself. You've got to love the people around you. You've got to have a love of a, like a higher power. And the fourth one for me is love my story. So it's to embrace who I am and what I'm here to do and not let anyone's perspective change that not let the mistakes of my past which is my biggest thing is not let the mistakes of my past change who i am today and what i'm here to do um so that'd be four if i had to come up with a fifth one it probably would be like block out the noise like get in tunnel vision know what you need to do put your blinders on wake up every day and like accomplish the mission hit your feet to the ground stay disciplined just do what you need to do and don't give a shit about what everyone else has to say because everybody's got an opinion and the only one that really, really matters is your own. So I like those five, but I'm going to push back because the first four can apply to women too. The first, the fifth one, yeah, that was a masculine one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. So you, the first four don't count. You okay. Four more that are okay. <laughs> yeah, to be the hardest, baddest warrior version of themselves. Yeah. So I mean, I'll I'll state the obvious: lift heavy shit. Lift like heavy I'm, shit. All right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, that's like one of my favorite things to do on a daily. Like I always say to my wife, like I, I love everything about my day, but like when I get to go out into my home gym and like pick up my weights and like hear the metals like hit each other and drop weights on the floor. Like that's where I, like I, I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, good shit, man. Like keep doing it. Lift heavy shit. I like lift heavy shit. Lift yeah. heavy shit. You know, right, yeah. Good. Um, I'll go with another primal one, which is like eat meat. Like eat, <laughs> yeah, food, like n- put good nutrients in your body. And like when I meet like protein, like you've got to get a good source of protein. You've got to eat plenty of protein because if you don't, your little whimsical weak body is going to start to diminish and then you're not going to be able to lift heavy shit. And now we're like, we're striking out in two forms. Yeah. Um, another one. Uh, I would say, and this, like, I don't know how to say this without sounding a certain way but like don't worry about it you're on a yeah, bad show yeah um uh, so i want to say like be the leader in the relationship with your wife but also like 
pick your wife up and like show her you're a man for lack of a more yeah, vulgar show way your of putting wife it. You're a man. Yeah. Like let her know she's protected. Let her know she's loved. Let her know she's in good arms. Let her know she's wanted. Let her know she's desired. Um, just show love, desired. Yeah. All that's good shit. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I got, I got one, one more procreate and then like have those babies and a woman could do that, but then raise little badasses that are going to go out into the world. Right now, um, I'm 55 years old and, um, you know, I used to be a top fitness, uh, coach and trainer. Okay. Up until about um, I was 45, 46, that was my job. Yeah. And I was in ridiculous shape. You know, I was 46 and I looked 30. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was cut, shredded, um, you know. And then I got out of that industry and got into the business industry. Mm-hmm. And just over time, just – dialed back my standards you yeah. know what i mean yep and just added weight every year like for 10 years man. Yep. you know um i'm training uh you know in canada we had lockdowns yeah so i trained at a home gym i'm back in a gym gym uh um what i ate today for breakfast is i had a nice denver steak mm. and some garlic and then for lunch, I had a nice thin rib steak in a salad. Yeah. Uh, my salad had onions, tomatoes, avocado, and um, uh, cucumber in it. Yeah. With some olive oil, just a tiny bit of balsamic, yep. and some salt on the steak and on the salad. Yeah. That's it. I've drank a little over a liter and a bit of water so far. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm gonna drink. Um, I'm gonna drink some more. That that's kind of where I'm at. Dinner yeah. time, we'll have another, you know, protein and some some salad. If I get hungry a little later, maybe I'll have some fruit as a snack or some yeah. cheese or something like that. Yeah. And for me, that's important is to be that badass warrior again, right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Super super important. And then inside inside my my as a father, I've got teenage sons, and and you know. Uh, with one of my sons, we let the reins a little uh, be a little too loose. Mm-hmm. He's a 16 year old, so now we got to tighten the reins, and it's um, uh, it's pissing him off. But you know, he'll be better for me it. off about how he was showing up with the with the reins loose. So that's yeah. how it is. Yep. Uh, so I got to do that inside my business. Uh, we we're gonna break through seven figures this year. We've come close a couple times, yeah. but we haven't done it. So time to freaking you know yep. raise the standards over there and i think as a man maybe the number one thing as a man you got to do is is have high standards and keep raising them absolutely yep yeah. i 100% agree with that yeah. i always say to my wife she she jokes cuz she breastfeeds and like miles my little boys like you know lo- like looks at mommy with like these goo goo eyes and i'm like 
enjoy it for the next year while you're breastfeeding him and like you're his source of like nutrients. I was like, cause as soon as that kid becomes like of a certain age, I'm like, I'm going to turn him into a savage. And like, he's going to want to do nothing besides like hang out with dad and get stronger. She's like, well, don't like, don't be too extreme. I'm like, no, I'm going to be fucking extreme. Like yeah, he, this, straight, man. Look, this, we're not raising girls here. Yeah. With, with like this, boy. this kid, like he's got girls, three sisters to protect. Boys, my yeah, department. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah. I was like, you can dress the girls what you want to do. You got all full reign with them. Like this dude, and I look at him I'm like, I hope you're ready for this. And I know he is because like he wouldn't have been born my son if he wasn't. But I'm like, I hope you're ready for this, man. It's going to be a journey for you. So it's going to be I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I weigh myself every morning. And I have one of those things that uh, my wife thinks I'm obsessive about it. And I am probably in a obsessive lot of ways. Is good. Yeah. And it weighs like your your weight, your muscle mass and your body fat. And every morning I step one and she's like, every day you want to know that number? I'm like, yeah, because if I slipped up yesterday, I want to know what kind of impact it has on me today. And then I know to knock that shit off for today because I don't want the same negative impact happening tomorrow. Because like you said, if for me, if I'm not paying attention to that on a daily basis and making sure my standards super high every single day, what's to say I don't let a week go by, three months go by, two years go by because I'm not paying attention. I'm not paying attention. And all of a sudden, five years later, and I've lost all my muscle and like, I'm one of those soft dads walking around. Like, I'm just not going to let that happen. Like as long as I got breath in my lungs, I'm controlling what I can control. And that's who I am and what I look like and how I perform. Amen, brother. Amen. That's, that's the way it needs to be. Yeah. That's the way it absolutely needs to be. It's gotta be. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, set high standards and keep raising them. Yeah. I think that's, uh, um, that, that really is what it's all about. That might even be the title of the, of the episode <laughs> today Let's do it yeah 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 so um so matt if um if there's a young man listening to this right and he's trying to figure it out and he's listening to um all kinds of different voices guys right. like andrew freaking tate guys like rollo tomasi and the fresh and fit dudes all those folks um and he's trying to figure out who he should listen to, who oh, he should follow. What would your advice be to that young man? Which kind of man should he follow and why? Yeah, fuck, that's a good loaded question. Um, I would say... You know I'm the greatest interviewer, right? Yeah, in, I'd say, in yeah. You, like, I've done 500 two. of these damn shows, bro. Say, Only man. guy who's got, who's got my, who's as good an interview as me is Rogan. Yeah. Usually I can like spit the response out super quick because the questions are like pretty easy. Um, I'd say like you got to study every, not everybody, you got to study quite a few people. So it's not the first person you look at, you go, okay, that's what I want. You study a couple different and you look at the life they're living and the message they're sharing and how it resonates with your heart and intuition and soul. And then pick the best of, let's say you're studying five people pick five things, you know, I I like, I like the physique of this guy. I like the level of respect that this guy shows to himself and others. I like the connection that this guy has with a higher power. I like the business that this guy's growing and kind of cherry pick the best of those people and form like a sixth image in your head of what that person looks like getting the five best qualities of each one of those people and and strive for that because i don't think any single person i don't think you could look at any single person and say that's exactly who i want to be because everybody has faults everybody has their shortcomings everybody drops the ball in some form or another so if you really want to you know create the perfect vision of who you can be it's got to be the best of multiple different people because if it's just one person 
into like naturally you're going to get some faults with all those great things that you've chosen with that person as well. That's a very thoughtful answer. I actually really like that answer. Thank you. Um, and I will say this for myself, I think young men today, um, you got to look beyond, you know, uh, how much money the dude makes and how many, how many women he's, he's sleeping with. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, cause, uh, there's going to be a time where sleeping with a lot of different women is not going to be as appealing, you know? Um, And there's going to be a time you're going to want a girl who's got your back, who's uh, going to make you better. Right. One of the mentors I follow is a guy named Justin Sterling. He created a program called the Sterling men's weekend. Highly recommend you do the Sterling men's weekend, Matt. It's um, it's in Oakland. The website is sterling institute.com. If you decide to do it, call me and I'll be your sponsor because you got to have a sponsor. I don't get paid to be your sponsor. It's just an honor to help a man go through the process. But Justin Sterling says that, um, you know, as a man, um, there's only a couple reasons for a man to to be married. But one of them is to have a family. Mm -hmm. And as a man, you need to be thinking about starting a family. You need to procreate. It was one of the things you talked about, right? That every man ought to do. And these men that talk about, oh, well, don't do that because the world is against you and they're calling you this and that. Yeah, all that's true. I I agree. Mm -hmm. But you still got to do it. You got to find the right woman and you got to do it because otherwise we got no society. We're going to we're going to vanish from the earth just like the dinosaurs did if anybody actually buys it. Look at what's happening in China. I mean, they had this massive country with 1.4 billion people and then they instituted the one child policy. And the one child policy, most families decided, well, we only want a boy. So if it's a girl, we're going to have an abortion or we're going to send her away. There are so many more men than women in China right now. They can't procreate the way they want to procreate. They just, they can't do it. The Chinese population is plummeting, yeah. plummeting. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that was a stupid mistake by the Chinese government. They should have let their people keep procreating. They should have let the country keep growing. That population would have actually been a, a strength for that nation. And now it's yeah. it's it's become a weakness for them. Yeah. You know, and I think it's very, very important for us as men to understand that we shouldn't be following dudes who are all about you basically coming from the energy of an adolescent. Let me make lots of money. Yeah. Let me have lots of sex with lots of women. Yeah. I'm going to sport fuck for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, but no, not for me. Yeah. Shouldn't really be for any man. And I, yeah, one of the reasons yeah. I do this uh, podcast is I want to encourage young men to um, not to never do it, but to understand that that way of living as a shelf life, yeah, and 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 to stop doing that and and move forward um, as a good man, as a as a provider, a protector, yep. uh, you know, as a leader, as you said, in their family, in their society, so we can have we can have a great society. I mean, freedom, you know, it's on your shirt, right? Freedom only comes yep. when we have free men um, that help raise you know free children and they're doing it in partnership with free women freedom doesn't just happen out of the sky and we all need to stand up against the forces of wokeism 
the evils of wokeism that are trying to destroy everything great about America, about the West. Yeah. Right? That's what I think. That's why we do what we do at Sovereign Man. Yeah. We're building badass warrior men. You're a badass and a warrior. If you're a man, you're a badass and a warrior. Maybe you forgot for a while, but that's who you are at your essence. You were born that way. Yep. Sir. Yes, sir. I love it. All right, Matt. Any last words of wisdom for the people? For the people? Ah, man. Be your best. Don't settle for anything less. I just, like, to me, a life of mediocrity, a life of being comfortable, being average. Like, we're on this earth for a very limited time. Excel as much as you can for as long as you can because you're not guaranteed another day. And if you're not putting in the work today... God, whatever you believe in, might take it from you tomorrow because you didn't show it the respect and dignity that it deserved while you had the chance to do it. Amen, my brother. Amen. 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 Well said. And Matt, how do how do people get in touch with you, find out about you and your work and all yeah. that good stuff? Easiest way is MatthewRoda.com. Um, that has the links to a couple of different businesses that I'm part of or working on. It's got my social media profiles. You can link out to and find me that way. Um, might even have my cell phone number on it. I forget if I put that on there. But yeah, MatthewRoda.com is probably the most direct, quickest way to get in contact with me in a couple different formats. Awesome. Matt, we're going to make sure we put that in the show notes, MatthewRoda.com. And folks are going to be able to get in touch with you. I really appreciate you coming and sharing your fire, your passion. You brought it, man. Thank you. You brought some really good advice. Uh, uh, God bless you, brother. And uh, we'll, Likewise, we'll have you back and we'll have you on the business show too. I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to coming on your show as well. Look forward to it, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.